Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My name is Cole. My name is Adam. And we are so happy that you're here with us. And you know what's true? You're never too late for the party, or at least not yet. So stop acting like it. Quick anecdote to talk to talk about what I'm going to talk about. I was uh, recently spending some time with some friends, and there are two friends in this scenario, friend one and friend two. And friend one was saying about friend two, hey, there are some things about friend two that I'm not super stoked about. And I said, you know what? You should have a conversation with friend two about those things. And friend one said, "Mm, honestly, it's not important enough to me to be able to take time to talk to them about that thing. Ice cold. Ice cold. And I said to friend one, actually, you know what? I don't think that's true. I actually know something about you, which is you love not having to connect deeply with people. And as long as this person's annoying to you, you're never going to have to connect deeply with them. So why don't you get over your own insecurities and stop using that as an excuse to actually get you the thing you want, which is to not have to connect deeply with that person. Why am I telling that story? Because we as artists do this so often. We talk about platforms, we talk about services, we talk about internet things and say that they're oversaturated or we say that they're irrelevant. And if we believe that about those platforms, then we don't have to confront the facts about our own insecurities, which is we don't feel like we will be able to make content that people will connect with there. Or if we put stuff out, we put ourselves in a vulnerable spot and people might say something about it. You know what I mean, Adam? Oh, yeah. Well, in the music business, I hear, I mean, you hang out with bands. You hear this kind of stuff all the time. You hear people say, oh, man, if we were a a band when MySpace was a thing, we would have crushed it or whatever. But now it's like the Internet's too full of bands. Or you hear people say, oh, YouTube is oversaturated. There's too many people making videos. So you can't even stand out. No one's going to find you on there. Or TikTok already has a billion people on it. What's the point of adding yourself to the pot? All right, let's get a little bit more specific about these. I mean, live streaming, for instance. Pre- oh, yeah. Pre-pandemic, people yeah. are like... Yeah, people would be like, oh, why is he on there... This nonsense. ...playing guitar? Right. And like, oh, what a waste of time. But yeah. I know people who... I, I know a guy, Um, his name's Robbie, and he... This is even before the pandemic. He was making like probably 65% of his money from live streaming on Periscope which I didn't even know people still went on Periscope. Like, in my opinion, that app was so dead Mm -hmm. that I didn't even think about it. You know, the only people I know who watch Periscope are friends of mine who are really into Smash Ball, and they live stream... Is it Smash Ball or Slam Ball? Slam Ball. Slam Ball. And they live stream... Yeah, they live stream Slam Ball competitions on Periscope. Yeah, but I went to lunch with Robbie, and I was like, hey, what have you been doing uh, these days he's like oh you know every day i do my show on periscope and then i go play my gigs and i was like your show on periscope and he's like yeah i have a little dj board and a guitar and vocal mic and it all plugs into my phone and then i live stream on periscope for a couple hours a day and people tip and i get little deals and stuff brands will send me stuff to promote during the streams it's like that's a whole economy i didn't even know was still around yeah but you know he was making a lot of money on it All right, and then there's like YouTube and people are like, YouTube is saturated. Like there are thousands of creators on there. Why would I start a YouTube account right now? 
Yeah, and especially bands. In like 2008 to 12, there was this big thing where you could make covers on YouTube. So whenever like Miley Cyrus would put out a new song or Macklemore or whoever, if you're like a rock band, you would make like the metal version of that. And people made hella money on it and built big fan bases. And I hear people say, oh man, I wish I was doing that. But every year I see new bands do it. They don't say, oh, I wish I did that in 2012. They just start now. Mm-hmm. And they can still build that fan base and still grow because they didn't limit themselves to say, oh, man, if we jumped on that bandwagon early, we would have crushed it. They yeah. just went out and started trying to crush it. Never too late. In Never fact, late. I mean, you are uh, honestly probably the most YouTube person I know, like the the biggest consumer of YouTube content. And over the last year. Yeah. I mean, I've found a lot of creators in a lot of different spaces that really just started and you can see people go from having like a thousand subscribers up to a million in a very short amount of time and then they'll say people say oh how did you uh, break through the noise of all this and they're like i don't know i just started putting out videos i liked and doing mm-hmm. things that i thought was interesting i was on tiktok the other day and there was this like fitness guy and it just had a picture of him like looking at his camera and then the text on it said me chilling knowing that my quote cringe fitness page has now inspired thousands as my full-time job and has allowed me to chase my dreams. And it's like that guy could have looked at TikTok and looked at Instagram and whatever platform. And he could have said, there are plenty of people doing this exact same thing on this platform. Why would I ever do it? But here he is like he's done it and now he's making a living at it. And he wasn't on it 10 years ago. He wasn't on it when there were only two other like fitness influencers. He's just doing it. Yeah, and especially I hear in the music business and and like peripherally TV, people talk about how network TV is dead. People will just say make big blankets say, "Oh, terrestrial radio is dead." Oh, network TV is dead. You just hear stuff like that. People just throw this out like it's just universally true. Yeah. As if like no one ever will watch TV again or listen to the radio again. But at the same time, there's people that are like pursuing those goals and getting shows made and getting songs on the radio and getting discovered from, you know, having songs played on the radio. Okay. So lots of examples. So why are we talking about this right now? Because clearly there are a lot of really, you know, salacious accounts on OnlyFans, but what's one more I'm doing. We're talking about this today because I'm announcing my OnlyFans account. Uh, Just kidding. Tell them the real reason. No. So, you know, how we started this was there There will always be a reason. There will always be an excuse for why we're not going to hop on a platform, why we're not going to create content, why we're not going to use those as opportunities that they are to build an audience and to connect with people. But there are a few things that I think we want to talk about in this context. The first of which is that everything is an opportunity. So I think a lot of times we have expectations of how a creative career is built, how a band becomes famous, how a visual artist does what it is that they do. And we get ourselves stuck in imaginary formulas because we saw how somebody else did it or we think we're too good for a particular methodology or something like that. And so from the beginning, we write those platforms off and we lose an opportunity. Yeah, and seeing someone else do something and be successful at it, sometimes your instinct is to go like, man, I wish I thought of that. Yeah. Instead of saying, I could also do that. Yeah. Like the difference is just a small shift, but it's true. 
All right, the next thing that I think is really important for us to learn in this context is don't give up before you start. And I think it's easy for us to say, oh, those things feel overwhelming or those things feel like something I don't want to do or put time, effort, and energy into. And so we just never even get to the point where we start creating content. Honestly, we're not going to know what's going to work out for us, whether that is a platform or whether that is a particular concept or idea or a particular art form or a show or a record, whatever it is that we're making, we're not going to know how it's going to connect until we make it. So don't give up before you start. And lastly, don't feed your ego by convincing yourself that you would be a success if it weren't for outside factors. Yeah, a lot of people will kind of feel good about themselves. Like, oh, I could have done that. Mm. And then they feel like, so I could have therefore i'm good enough to do it so then it's like i don't even have to Hmm. because i know that i could if i wanted to yeah which sounds confusing but i think we all have experienced that in some capacity with ourselves and we've talked to people who kind of feel the same way like oh i would you know i would have done that but yeah this so the truth is you're not too late to the party so stop using being too late to the party as an excuse to not do the thing that it is that might help you achieve the goal that it is that you say you've set out to achieve i agree cool thanks for hanging out with us as always it's a joy go and make stuff try things experiment it's going to be great see you next week see you next week